Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. It is so great to be along with you today. I want to talk about hypocrite Democrats, specifically one Democrat in particular, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. This guy is now going on the world tour, talking about how upset he is with Greg Abbott for sending migrants to his city. He's complaining about getting 10,000 migrants a month. Do you know Eagle Pass, Texas? south of where I broadcast from here in Dallas, Eagle Pass can get 10,000 migrants a day. That city is just a few thousand people in that city of residents. Your city has millions upon millions of people and you're complaining about 10,000 a month, claiming it's gonna cost you billions of dollars. I'm gonna show you what a hypocrite this guy is. He's the one who welcomed them in. Open doors was his words. I have his words for you. So we're gonna play that as well, and then I'm going to break down his speech. Well, it wasn't really a speech. It was an interview he did on a local New York station. I want to break it down to show you the lies, and I love to do this with Democrats. Step by step, we break down the lies. Um, a big thanks to Midas Gold Group, by the way. They are the premier sponsor, title sponsor of this program. Please, folks, if you're going to put your money into precious metals, which I do believe you should be doing, don't be using anybody else but Midas Gold Group. Here's the reason why I trust them. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Pay them a visit. All right, let's get the show started, folks. It's about time. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, as I mentioned, this is Stinchfield, the podcast. The website, of course, is GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Feel free to sign up for the email list there. Uh, it's a great spot to find us, and I can keep in touch with you. God forbid we get canceled someplace. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The email list really, really helps. You know, I'll tell you what, folks. I have been suffering from this crazy cough. I think it's turned into asthma. It's going on three months now, and it's tough for me to get through podcasts, get through the Real America's Voice show. Thankfully, I have a co-host on the radio show, but... Man, I started a steroid inhaler, uh, nebulizer, in fact, and I've used antibiotics. And Dr. McCullough, though, who, who uh, the great Dr. Peter McCullough, he's got the same thing, and he's struggling to get over it as well. So the two of us trying to figure out what to do. Anyway, enough about me. Nobody cares about my stupid cough. Um, I understand that. What we do care about are um, hypocrites, specifically Democrat hypocrites. So first off, I want to show you this video. Um, this, folks, is an absolute outrage. And the reason this is an outrage are those are police officers in New York City and Times Square getting beat up by illegal aliens in that city. They have captured almost all of them involved in this brutal attack of these police officers who are recovering, we're told, with minor injuries. But the next day, what did the judge in the case do? The next day... He let them all go. How do you come into America and you say, okay, I'm here. You come into America and all of a sudden um, now you're, you're, you're free to go. You go beat up cops and you're free to go. Come on. That is not what the American way is all about. Sneak into America, go to New York City, beat up some cops, go to court, be let back out on the streets. It makes no sense. Just look at these thugs. What they are doing here is an absolute disgrace. And so this is why deportation is an absolute must now. 
for all of these thugs that are in this country. We must shut down the border. I know all of you know that, and we could talk about it over and over again about why. Yet, Mayor Eric Adams goes on the local uh, WPIX station, which is uh, PIX Channel 11. I grew up in New York. I remember that station well. And I'm going to play some of it. We'll start and stop it as we go. Thank you. It's good to be on with you. Well, I want to start uh, with the video that we're just showing that attack on two officers in Times Square. Um, As a New Yorker, looking at this video, it it makes you feel a certain way. We're on the streets talking to people. And Nicole Johnson talked to a a guy who who saw the video and said, no law and order. We need a change in the city. That's just one New Yorker that we heard from responding to what we're seeing here. I'm curious, just to start, what's your response to, to this video? Two officers just being pummeled. Well, first of all, I'm disgusted by what I saw, and uh, we're going to find each person involved, and they're going to be brought to justice. I want to be clear on that, Uh, but I want to uh, push back on anyone who stays. Hold on. I want to push back. I want to push back on your wacky claim that they will be brought to justice when I just laid out that these lunatics who are uh, literally captured— And then found the very people that are beating up these cops were let back out on the streets. How is that justice served? You think those criminals are going to hang around? They're illegal aliens. They dump their IDs at the border. We have no idea who they really are. You set them free and you think they're going to show up back to court for this? Not a chance in hell. The reality is it was a dereliction of duty to let them go like this. But the mayor continues. There's no law and order. That is not true. Uh, This city has clearly shown that the New York City Police Department has, we have done an amazing job of driving down crime, homicide shootings, five out of the seven major crime categories. Our subway system is also safe. Uh, When you have incidents like this that makes you. Folks, you ask any New Yorker, they're going to tell you the subway system is not safe. They talk about crime being down, but it's it's not down. It's only reporting, and they're fudging the numbers, okay? This is the same thing they're doing in Los Angeles. All the numbers are fudged, not to mention people aren't reporting crime because they're not prosecuting crime. So when people don't report it, it appears crime is down. But you ask anybody in New York and you ask them whether you feel safe or not, They're all going to tell you, no, I don't feel safe. Feel as though uh, there's no law and order. Let me tell you, you have a law and order mayor and you have a law and order commissioner. And this is going to continue to be the safest big city in America. But it's not. Dallas is a far safer city than New York is. You've got other cities around the country that are safer than New York is. New York used to be the safest big city in America until liberals took over. and They did this whole let's clean out the jails. Let's not prosecute crime. Let's not prosecute the petty thefts and the car burglaries, the the kinds of crimes that affect people's quality of life the most. They don't want to enforce that. I told you my basketball coach used to say, you take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. The same goes for crimes. You prosecute the little crimes, the big crimes start to come down in numbers as well. It is interesting to hear you say that as we watch somebody kicking an officer in the head. Uh, I I have to ask you, though, about this because – you know, you have four of the five people who have been arrested by police on the streets already. Uh, I mean, what's your response to that? I realize it's a state issue, but still, what's your response to that? 
You know, we're going to do our job as the city, and as we're learning more and more, and this is a real educational moment for New Yorkers, uh, we are uh, able to do our job and we do it well. But there's some things in the criminal justice system that is outside our span of control. We bring them to justice. We incarcerate them. It is up to the entire system to determine that dangerous people won't remain on our streets, particularly repeated offenders or those who show a lack of respect for law and order. They that is a total passing of the buck. And including the uninformed news anchor there who is making a valiant effort to say, hey, you talk about law and order, but these guys are back on the streets. Anybody with common sense tells you that's not a good idea. They're here illegally. They've broken the law coming into this country. You can keep them detained strictly on an ICE detainer. I promise you the federal government under any other administration, but the Biden administration would have taken these clowns into custody if you didn't want them or your state law says you couldn't keep them there. But think about New York. What laws did they pass there that says you beat up a cop, you kick him in the head, you kick him in the gut, you throw punches at their face and that's a nonviolent offender and you're set free? What state law is that? What lunatic in Albany, New York, the state capital, came up with that law? But you see uh, Mayor Eric Adams, he, he's one of the greatest Democrats of running circles around news people. The problem is most news people are uninformed of the real laws and what can be done. You can keep people in custody if you want to keep them in custody, but you didn't. We're not kicking just two individuals. They were kicking our symbol of public safety. That is uh, the men and women who wear that uniform. And we need to make sure that the increasing assaults on law enforcement officers is sending the wrong message. And I've been clear about that since taking office. And I'm continue to stand by the men and women who keep us safe. You know what? You're a joke. You're a joke. Gavin Newsom in California is a joke. Mayor Bass in Los Angeles is a joke. Mayor London Breed in San Francisco is a joke. I could go through all these big city mayors in these liberal cities, and it's all a joke. He has the goal to tell the people of New York that they're going to be tough on crime when these mother scratchers are out on the street. These bruisers, these thugs, these animals are out on the street. And that mayor has the gall to tell you you're safe in New York when someone with a badge on their chest, a flag on their shoulder, and a gun on their hip isn't even safe? How do you think the everyday person is, is safe? An everyday person has been disarmed, by the way, and has no ability to defend themselves against these thugs and goons. This is what we're up against. Man, it is infuriating because I'm watching our nation disintegrate right before our eyes. Before we move on, what should New Yorkers make of the fact that most of the people involved in this attack are migrants? Well, listen, we, I've been saying this over and over again. The national government must do its job. Uh, this is not a responsibility that should be placed in the lap of all of these big cities. We're seeing what's taking place in Chicago and Denver and Boston. All across our country, big cities are having to do the national government job. And those migrants who are here because they want to be part of the American dream, that's we say yes to that. But those who are breaking our laws, uh, we need to re-examine uh, the laws that don't allow us uh, to... Wait, so which is it? You want them or don't want them? And all the cities you named, Denver, Boston, New York, Chicago, guess what they were? 
self-described sanctuary cities, welcomed them in with open arms. Mayor Adams, you're one of them. Open door policy in the immigration system. Open door policy. Remember this? This is last year, Mayor Adams. The additional funding. This country was built on immigrants and by immigrants, and we're going to honor the, the tradition born here in New York City. We are going to have open doors to them, not close the doors in their faces like we're seeing on in other parts of this country. <laughs> not close doors in their Um Last I read, you just loaded some migrants up on planes and then sent them to other states. That is not an open door policy. See, you're getting what you asked for. You reap what you sow, okay? And so now they're on your doorstep and you're not happy and you're claiming it's gonna cost you billions of dollars? Give me a break. Here's the problem. These liberal cities invite the illegals in. They offer up free housing, free cell phones, debit cards loaded with cash. Where do you think these illegals are gonna go? Of course they're going to Chicago and New York and Boston and Denver and San Francisco because you've said we're going to give you all this free stuff. All you have to do is say no, no, no. No free stuff. If you want to work, you want to live with family, well then you're welcome here. Now I would argue against that too because I think the people that employ illegals are incentivizing illegals to come here. It's a big problem. But still that would be a far cry from what they're actually doing. These liberal cities are giving them hotel rooms. Well, that doesn't work. So open doors, right? That's what he said. We are going to have open doors to them, not close the doors in their faces like we're seeing on in other parts of this country. Oh, really? Well, that's a far cry from this today now, Mayor Adams. Deport them um, because they're doing violent acts. We cannot create an atmosphere <laughs> where you're going to bring violence in our city. But the overwhelming number of migrants and asylum seekers are waiting to have work authorization or their determination. And we need to be clear on that. All right, Mayor, let's talk. So he says deport them. We could have done this from the very start. You know, you have Joe Biden now saying he needs all this money to close down the border. He doesn't need any money. It's literally remain in Mexico, catch, detain, and deport. Not catch and release. You can take all of these Border Patrol agents, say no more asylum claims, put a moratorium on it. Joe Biden could do that today. Now all the Border Patrol agents go get to go back to doing their job, right? And you start closing down this border. And by the way, the money is already allocated for the wall. All you have to do is start rebuilding it. Uh, C. Heather 45 says, those who break the law um, just by being here need to be deported immediately. They aren't asylum seekers. They're criminal thugs. BD 1776, when they were released, they gave the cameras the double FU. That's what they think about America. It is true. That's what these that's what these thugs did. They basically are gangsters. That's what they are. Gangsters. Who knows where they're from? Venezuela, Brazil. Who knows? MS13, I don't know. The bottom line is I don't want them here. So so <laughs> Mayor Adams, I just love the fact. Open doors. We got open doors. Now we want you deported. 
about the city council overriding your veto with the next six months this new policy expected to go into effect what happens next is, is there any room for renegotiating well, we're going to continue to do that. Um, it is my desire uh, to reach out to the council members, those who uh, voted in opposition, and those who talked on the floor to state that we can find a middle ground here. Uh, as I stated, I supported the concept of the bill. It was a level ones that you heard about often uh, that was problematic because of the volume of that. And I'm hoping that we could all look and get to win. I think the council's uh, heart was in the right place. I knew what they were trying to do because this is what I pushed for my entire career. Uh, but you cannot do it that is going to jeopardize response time and jeopardize uh, police officers actually doing patrol and not just some form of documentation or paperwork. And, Mayor, we know that there were some council members who voted against overriding the veto, and a lot of them... All right, enough of that. Uh, local politics that have a real national effect. National politics that have a real local effect. All politics are local politics, folks. I have been saying for many years, I've been living in Texas now for over 20, that all states are border states and only now, just over the last three years, go figure when Joe Biden got into office, go figure now everybody realizes every state is a border state. Uh, we are under the gun, folks, and it is uh, honestly quite frightening. So what do you do to protect yourself out there? I would offer up, you got to go see my friends over at Midas Gold Group. Call them. 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. There are a lot of gold companies out there. I know every podcast is advertising a gold company, but here's the thing with Midas. They have been with me from the very start. They advertise on my radio program as well. They're committed to this country and where this country is headed. I know so many of my listeners and viewers that have used Midas Gold Group all say such amazing things. They're great guys and they're patriots. And so uh, I urge you that when you're choosing a company to buy precious metals from, that Midas Gold is at the top of your list. Again, MidasGoldGroup.com. Veteran-owned, by the way. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. 855-322-GOLD. And by the way, China is buying gold in record numbers right now. China's lapping this stuff up. Why? Because there is a war on the American dollar. This is a portfolio protection move. Don't be late to the game. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. Um, all right, so all of this goes with another um, another situation. That situation, of course, is smash and grab robberies that liberal cities apparently do not want to do not want to prosecute, and it all goes back to this less than nine hundred and fifty dollars rule, California. This is king. I mean, this has become a common scene in California. People going hog wild in jewelry stores, Targets, you name it, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom. They come in and they just start smashing and grabbing. Okay? Look at them go look at them go wild there. So, folks, this needs to be stopped. These crimes need to be prosecuted. Yet Governor Gavin Newsom tells a story on a Zoom call, which I believe he took straight out of the Joe Biden, the Joe Biden uh, playbook of fairy tales and made up stories. He talked about that he was in a Target, Gavin Newsom in a Target. When do you think 
the multi-gazillionaire winemaker Gavin Newsom was shopping in Target. Says the clerk didn't recognize him. And lo and behold, there's a shoplifter who walks right by Gavin Newsom, drops some of his shoplifting goods. Gavin Newsom picks it up, hands it to them, and then says, why is he leaving without paying? Do you believe this story? I don't. I'm going to let Gavin Newsom tell it, and then we'll break that down for you as well. Says, sir, uh, you dropped this. And he comes back, picks it up, and he's walking out. As we're checking out, the woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping She goes, oh, the governor. I swear to God, true story. On my mom's grave. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no Hold on. Oh, the governor? Why didn't you stop him? Oh, the governor lowered accountability. This is what they call Prop 47 in California. Every liberal state has a similar situation like this. They basically lowered the the punishment for crimes. They upped the level of, of the number for if you steal something under $950, you're not going to be prosecuted. But did you notice there he says, true story, swear on my mother's grave. I thought his mother was still alive, by the way, which I need to find that out. If she is, that's a pretty disgusting comment by Gavin Newsom. Um, but the old true story, it's a dead giveaway. He's making it up. I said, it's just not true. And she, I, she got, I said, we have the 10th toughest, $950, the 10th toughest in America. She doesn't even know what I was talking about. By the way, it's the 10th toughest in America. Look it up. No one gives a damn about right. that. And I said, it's just not true. There's still stop. I said, well, we don't stop them because of the governor. And then she goes, she looks at me twice and then she freaks out. She calls everyone over, wants to take photos. I'm like, no, I'm not taking a photo. We're having a conversation. Where's your manager? How are you blaming the governor? So now Gavin Newsom's a Karen. He's asking for the manager. Now, I need to talk to the manager. I'm the governor. Come on, folks. There is no way Gavin Newsom is asking for the manager at Target, watches a shoplifter. The person doesn't recognize who he is. And then he claims he's not responsible for this. By the way, he supported George Gascone, these George Soros-funded district attorneys that don't want to prosecute crime. He refuses to overturn Prop 47, this law that basically limited any kind of punishment for real criminals. He continues to push for policies like this, and yet he claims he's not responsible. He's the guy responsible. And it was, you know, $380 later. And I was like, why am I spending $380? Everyone can walk the hell right out. Well, not fair. Not fair. Not fair. Yeah. It's my target. Trigger me. Why am I paying $380 when everybody else can walk right out? That's a great question, Gavin Newsom. You and your cohorts are the ones that instituted these policies. This is the Democrat hypocrisy that I'm talking about. Then he has the gall, the nerve to tell a story like that. When all of us are like, just grab these guys, prosecute them. Yet you have companies like Target, Walmart, telling employees not to stop these people. One, because cops won't prosecute. Two, they don't want to be sued if something goes wrong. We need as a society to say enough is enough. Yes, government needs to step in. Everyday folks need to be stepping in too. I'm not telling you to put yourself in harm's way. I'm not telling you to tackle a shoplifter. But if you start to push back in society, we as a society says this is unacceptable. We can all make a big difference. I promise you on that. But... This is not in the purview, folks, 
of what Gavin Newsom wants to do. So I listen to this and I think to myself, they're all hypocrites, but this is what we're up against. Speaking of hypocrites, the unions of America seem to be hypocrites as well. So President Trump is going to talk with one of the largest unions, the Teamsters Union, to explain to them why they should support President Trump. Now, if you're in the Teamsters Union, this is truck drivers, basically. Why would you support Joe Biden? Joe Biden is waging war on the trucking industry. Joe Biden despises fossil fuels. He would do everything he could to put trucks out of business, regulations where you can't idle, all of these things, uh, environmental restrictions on your trucks that when they break down, cost a fortune to fix. Why would the Teamsters support Joe Biden? I don't know. Uh, why would uh, the car makers union, the auto workers of America support Joe Biden? Joe Biden wants all electric vehicles. The amount of parts in an all electric vehicle is about cut in half. You don't have an engine anymore. So now all the people that make engines, they're out of work. You want to put people out of work, you put electric vehicles and make it 100% electric. Why would the auto workers support the Biden administration? All of it baffles my mind. We're going to talk about that a little bit on the Real America's Voice show tonight. we got a big show. We're on Trump Watch 2. The Engeron decision could come down at any moment. Will Trump be forced to pay $380 million in a total bogus trial uh, where there were no victims, which will be appealed? Ultimately, all this stuff will be thrown out. It has to be because it just isn't right. And um, But it has put on display just how broken our justice system is and how weaponized it has become. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. God bless every single one of you. I so appreciate you watching. Again, Real America's Voice Show tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I hope I see you there. Uh, and again, my website, grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Truth, Getter, all of them. Stinchfield1776 is how you find me. And if you're watching live on Getter, Facebook, and Rumble, I am greatly appreciative of that. Stinchfield's Army rolls. Thanks to all of you. See you tonight on The Real America's Voice Show.